Welcome to the Mama Collective, the podcast that's here to empower modern Christian mamas on their journey from surviving to thriving. Join us for practical tips and real conversations rooted in faith, seasoned with grace and truth. Whether you're a new mom navigating sleepless nights or a seasoned pro juggling it all, we've got you covered. Get ready to be inspired, uplifted, and equipped to embrace motherhood with faith at its core. This is the Mama Collective, where we thrive together. Do you ever feel like there are days when, or weeks, when you have this great plan set up, like, the house is going to look good. I have all these plans that I, and things I want to accomplish. And then something happens that literally wipes that ideal week, that ideal day, just wipes it off the map. And then you're left feeling frustrated and irritated. Like, let's just be honest, irritated. Well, mama, I have, and that is what we are going to talk about this week. So welcome to the Mama Collective Podcast. I am so blessed that you are here with me today. If I sound breathless, it's actually because I just finished a workout and I was like, I'm in the zone. (laughs) And when I'm in the zone, it's like, let's freaking go. So I was like, let's do it. I don't care if I'm sweaty. Uh, Not like you guys can see me anyway, but if I'm out of breath, that's why I'm just like totally high on endorphins and this workout, it just brought me life today. So let's get into it, shall we? This idea for this podcast actually came about because I, man, uh, if I can be really honest with you, mama, there is uh, something that I personally have struggled with. And just when I thought I had a handle on it, life came and bit me right in my butt. And I started noticing that, hey, this is something that I need to be very mindful of. And that thing for me is this expectation, (laughs) expectations. And I have very high expectations and I don't know about you, but I have this expectation. I have a lot of expectations, but one of my expectations is sometimes I fall into this everything has to be perfect trap, right? This perfectionist trap. And I don't say I'm a perfectionist, right? Because anytime you say I am something that is identifying as that, you're literally labeling yourself as that. So I don't say I'm a perfectionist, but I do struggle with perfectionism and with this expectation that I have to fit into this mold, as a wife, as a mom, as a business owner, as a human being, right? A sister in Christ, a ministry leader. And I really get tangled up and lose sight of the fact that I'm not perfect and that I'm not supposed to be perfect. And neither are you. So if you are listening to this and you're like, yes, 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 that's me. I have these expectations for how my house is supposed to look, for what kind of mother I'm supposed to be, for whatever it is for you. 
mama, you're not alone. <laughs> you are definitely not alone. So uh, I was going through the, this week as I was um, had, you know, I, I set out this, these weekly plans. I have weekly goals uh, that I set for myself um, in every area, right? Uh, I think I've talked about it before that I have these uh, areas of my life that I constantly am seeking to improve on, right? Uh, my my spiritual life, my relationship with with God, uh, my marriage, uh, being a mom, right, being here for my family, my health, my business, my finances, all these different areas, uh, my friendships. Well, I had this plan for this week, and I know my brain knows that anything can happen, anything can change, anything can happen, and usually I can course correct and adjust, but for some reason. This week, I was totally thrown off. And I had this week, everything was going good. I was like, perfect. It was like Monday, Tuesday. Then Zoe started to get sick. She started to not feel well. And when and I knew something was going on because she was very clingy. And Zoe, Grace is not clingy. And she was like all in my lap. She wanted to lay on me. She was falling asleep on me. She Then she uh, popped a fever and it was miserable. Then I noticed, I'm like, I'm tired. I'm not feeling well. Uh, I'm like, what is going on? So I did what I could, right? There were so many times, this is really the point. I started to have these feelings of I have to get the house clean. I have to sit down and make sure that I do X, Y, Z in my business. I have to make sure that I have the meeting notes for our ministry quarterly meeting all set up for this weekend. Like there were all these things I was like, I have to do. And for me, I felt like if I did not accomplish those tasks, that I would be considered a failure. Now, would anyone else look at me and say, you didn't accomplish those things, you're a failure? No. Does God look at me and say, Amanda, you did not accomplish those things, you're a failure? Of course not. These are expectations that I hold over myself because of different ways, you know, like, things I experienced as I was growing up, right? I mean, just things that I had these expectations of, I had to do things in a certain way. It has to be very X, Y, Z. But I'll tell you that as soon as I started to notice and get these feelings of, I am a failure, right? There's that labeling thing. I am, I'm a failure because I didn't accomplish X, Y, Z this week because Zoe was sick. Raffy had snow days. It was just kind of chaotic around here. Once I started to acknowledge, first of all, that I was starting to feel and label myself as a failure, I had to course correct right away. So the first thing I would say is if you notice that you're getting into a place and you're starting to say things to yourself or even say things out loud like, I'm a failure because I didn't do this or whatever that looks like for you. And maybe it, and maybe it's a negative thing. I'll never get this done. Everything's ruined. Nothing's going to be perfect. I'm, I am just whatever. When you start to notice that you are saying those things that even if they're not out loud, even maybe you're thinking them, 
when you start to notice that, you have to course correct right away because it's easy once we get into that state of mind to just say, well, forget it. I didn't accomplish X, Y, Z, or I didn't check off these tasks on my list or whatever that looks like for you. And then we start to, we put it back into our minds. And then when something else comes up again, we start to bring that identity back out again and go, well, I didn't do it last time. Therefore, I, I'm just a failure. I'm, I'm just a procrastinator, right? I'm just whatever. And so being aware of your thoughts and your feelings is really the first way in being like, okay, I need to course correct and I need to really switch some things that are going on in my mind and, and really accept what's going on right now. The second thing that I had to do was in that moment, and you're going to come across this in life. And I know for me, when Raphael was sick, like when, after Raphael was born and we didn't know what was going on with him before he got the trach, you know, all these things. And when you have a sick kid, it's so different, right? Like things can be just chaos anyway. But when something in your life happens and it's an uncontrolled event. I always say you can only control the controllables, right? You can only do the things that are in your control. You can't control when your kids are going to get sick. You can't control if a pipe bursts in your house. You can't control if your heat goes out. Like those are just things you cannot control, right? We could not control a snowstorm or whatever, but you can control the controllables. One thing you can control is you can control what you think, right? How you think. You control your actions and you can control how you respond or choose to respond to these uncontrollable events. So for me, I was like, okay, <laughs> I cannot control this. And I had to accept the fact that this was, it, even though it messed up, and I don't even want to say mess up, even though I had to course correct and change and adjust things were going to be okay, right? Like it's not the end of the world. The sun is still going to come out tomorrow. We're all still healthy and happy and joyful. I still took care of myself, right? I, so like controlling myself, I still was like, I went down and did my workouts. I still made sure I drank my water for the day. I still made sure that I ate more veggies and I did junk. You know what I mean? Like those were things that I could control. And I had to control what I was thinking. I know that Paul said it, and I can't even remember what book of the Bible it's from, but you know, it talks about controlling your thoughts, right? Capture, taking every thought captive and making it obedient to Christ. And I was like, I can choose what I'm going to think right now. I can choose this. I can choose to wallow in the I am a failure or I didn't get this done. Therefore, I'm not a perfect mother, which is such a fallacy anyway. So if you feel like that, you are the best mama, right? We don't have to be perfect. We're not, we're not going to be perfect. Only Jesus was perfect. But I had to like take control of those thoughts and say, okay. I know who I am in Christ. I'm a child of God. I'm fearfully and wonderfully made, right? Like all those things that I was like the positive things that filled me up and made me feel better. And then I had to flip it with an attitude of gratitude. 
And I love Joyce Meyer. And I love that she always talks about having an attitude of gratitude. Because when you have gratitude, when you are thankful, you cannot be angry. You cannot be sad. Like the two just don't go along. You cannot be truly grateful and be in a bad mood. You just can't if you are truly grateful. And so I thought about it and I was like, okay, so there were things that, yeah, I didn't get to do this week. So what? Yes, I was very tired uh, this week. Pregnancy is kicking my butt. Yes, I was very tired, but I could control what I could control. I could move my body. I could still do things that made my body feel good, that gave me natural energy, right? And I could be grateful. I could be grateful that I had essential oils at home so I could treat Zoe's fever naturally, right? I could control that we... I I could be grateful that Raphael was still healthy. I could be grateful that I work from home and I have a flexible business that I can put things aside or work in like the little cracks of my day. If you watched my stories on Instagram or Facebook, you saw I was like 15 minutes here or there. Zoe dozed off on my lap. I'm just catching up on some business things. You know, just those things. I could be so grateful for those moments that I get to be home. I don't have to take days off work to be home with her or Raffi when they're sick. I could choose to be grateful in the moment instead of focusing on this unrealistic expectation of perfection. And that, my friends, is going to be the thing, the biggest takeaway is that when you're in those moments, when you're feeling like I didn't get this done or you have this expectation of perfection, you have to have this perfect, clean, tidy home, or you have to have dinner cooked fresh every night, or whatever it looks like to you, whatever your expectations are for your marriage, for motherhood, for your business, whatever it is, things are going to happen. Sometimes those expectations are not going to be met. So instead of feeling like you're a failure or like you're not good enough or you're not worthy, take those thoughts captive and then start being grateful. Start being grateful for the little things. It's been said, and as I've been doing my own uh, mindset work, my own coaching working with my, with my coach, Brad, you know, one of the things that we talk about a lot is, uh, you know, when you can change, when you can think in your head and realize and say, life is happening for me and not to me, that's when you are able to see the good things and what you focus on expands, right? So if you're constantly looking for good, you're going to find more good. If you're focused on being grateful and thankful, you're going to find more things to be grateful and thankful for. But if you focus on perfection, if you focus on comparing yourself to everybody else, if you focus on the bad things, if you focus on the negative things, or I didn't do this, I didn't do that, then, or this is always happening to me. My car broke down, all the, the pipe broke down. When you start focusing on those negative things, you spiral and you start to find more of those negative things. Focus on gratitude. 
focus on gratitude. It's never going to be easy. It's not going to be something that you wake up and you're like, I'm grateful. Or when you have a trial that you'll be like, I'm grateful right now. You, first of all, you have to be aware, right? You have to have that self-awareness and you have to be able to coach yourself in those moments when you are like, I'm aware that I am starting to spiral and focus on bad things. And now I have to course correct and start thinking about the things I'm grateful for, the things that God has blessed me with and realizing that even in the middle of chaos and whatever is going on, God's word says that he will take everything, everything and work it out for the good of those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Romans 8, 28. Life is happening for you, not to you. And maybe there's a lesson in what you're going through. So instead of focusing on this idea of being perfect or having these expectations of what life and motherhood is supposed to be like, let's just sit in the fact and be grateful that we have an opportunity to learn and grow every day to rely on God, to let the Holy Spirit give us wisdom and guidance as we go through our days, even the crazy ones, and that we get to learn something through that. We're always in the process of being refined, and that's something to be grateful for. We don't have to strive to be perfect because only Jesus was perfect. And we are never going to, we're never going to be perfect. Never. And it's unrealistic and sets us up to failure or sets us up for failure, even to think that we're going to be perfect. So let's throw that idea out of our heads. We're not going to be perfect. Motherhood is messy. Marriage is messy. Life is messy. And let's focus on having gratitude. And I'll leave you with this. Paul said in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18, and this is a verse that I had to come back to this week. He says, be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Mama, you and I, we belong to Christ Jesus. It's already predestined for us. It's his will for us to be thankful, not just in the good but in all circumstances. That means when maybe it seems like your life is falling apart, choose to be thankful. It's a choice. Choose gratefulness. Choose to find the lesson in the trial. Because I know for myself that as I've been going through my own struggles, my own trials, that even in the middle of the hardest, on the other side of that, there's been beauty and joy. And you can only be in the valley for so long until a mountain comes. 
and you're always going to have valleys and hills and valleys and mountains, and you're going to feel low and it's going to be a growing season. And then you're going to get to the top and you're going to be like, I made it out of that valley and it feels good. And I learned something when you come in with an attitude with, I'm going to learn something from this. Then when the next valley comes, you're already prepared. And so those valleys don't feel like those dry, long, parched deserts that you're in forever because seasons change. Seasons change. Winter doesn't last forever. Spring comes. So keep that in mind and be thankful in all circumstances. It's God's will for you. It's God's will for me. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I am so thankful for the woman who is listening to this right now. Lord, as we get ready to go through this week or or whenever that she's listening to this, Lord, will you just remind her that she doesn't have to be perfect? That you are in the business of transforming people's lives and minds and hearts. And whether it's a trial or a struggle, or maybe she's even in a, a, on the mountaintop right now and things are going well for her, remind her to be thankful. Remind me, Lord, to be thankful when things don't go our way. Help us to be grateful and to focus on those things that you have already provided for us and the times that you've got us out of the valley And help us to focus on being grateful for the things that we do have in life right now. Jesus, we love you. We're so thankful for your sacrifice for us. We're so thankful that because of you, we have direct access to the Father. And that we have the Holy Spirit who lives inside of us to guide us and course correct us along this journey of life and motherhood. We love you. We praise you. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Mama Collective. I hope you've been encouraged and equipped on your motherhood journey. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Your feedback means the world to me. Remember, Mama, you're not alone in this journey. Connect with me on Instagram at underscore amanda.trojan and over on Facebook at amandatrojan16 for ongoing support and inspiration. You can also shoot me a DM with what you want to hear on the podcast as well. And listen, grab a clip of a takeaway that you got from this episode and tag me in your stories and I'll make sure to share it with my mama community. Most importantly, continue to root your motherhood journey in faith, grace, and truth. Until next time, Mama, keep thriving, keep shining, and keep the faith. This is the Mama Collective, and I'll see you next time.